Hello to everyone out there. Welcome back to Polly's podcast, Life Out Loud. This is episode number two. And before I get started with episode number two, first and foremost, I want to thank every single person that took time out of their day um, to come and listen to this podcast. And for everyone that had the opportunity to listen to podcast episode number one, I truly, truly appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. It, it means so much to me. I had so many people reach out and give feedback and talk and uh, some phone calls and messages and just great things. And, and honestly, um, coming into this, there was no set goal or a number or anything that I was trying to accomplish. It was just uh, put some content out for people to listen to, uh, hopefully think about during the week and, and just try to be something a little bit positive in the world um, with everything that's going on out in, in the world today. So that was uh, my main goal. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, hopefully you guys uh, enjoy today's podcast. Uh, today's podcast, um, my main focus is too busy to life. And what I mean by that is I run into a lot of people out in the world. Uh, I'm out in public all the time, I'm working and different things. And so one of the things I've noticed is I run into people and I ask them how their life is or how things are going. And, and the same for me, people ask me all the time, you know, hey, how's your life and whatnot. And so one of the things I've always noticed is people always say busy. They say busy, too busy, very busy, overloaded, overwhelmed, but um, the word busy comes up often and it's often misused. So um, one thing that got me thinking this last week, and, and this actually wasn't even supposed to be this week's podcast, but it, it kind of fit and um, a lot of it made sense and there was a lot of things getting thrown at me from different directions that just made it feel like this was something that I wanted to talk about instead of my uh, other topic that we'll get to at another time, but um, maybe wonder sometimes if we are actually busy or if we are just consumed and I think there's a there's a big difference between the two but they're often viewed as the same and I know there's a lot of people out there that I've I've talked to in my life and got to know and been around and spent time with and and whatnot and so you know you take this person that might have three or four things to do the following day that takes five minutes and and they feel like they're going to be really, really busy tomorrow. Like, oh, I'm going to get up early. I'm going to be busy. But, you know, really, in all reality, they only have a few things to do. And then they're not going to take that much of their time up. But to them, that's going to consume their whole day. Um, then, you know, they got fillers in there where they got to get on Amazon or Netflix or, um, you know, got texting and social media and everything going on and TV shows that they want to watch. And so, really, their whole day is busy. But they're just basically consumed with things. And, um you know, they're not really necessarily being productive. Now, obviously, there can be productive things done throughout their day, but primarily it's just consumed with many other things. And, you know, to put that into further um, thought, the people in the world that succeed are not consumers. The people that succeed in the world are producers, people that produce something, which produce comes from production. So you have to produce it. And the consumers are the ones that then consume the material, the content, the materials or whatever it is that are going to make the producer successful. So what I mean by that is you think about the most successful people, Steve Jobs, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, and many, 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 many others, but they produce things. They produce some of the biggest items that you know the world can't live without and people that consume them 
are why they are who they are. And it goes the same way with our lives. If we're too busy consuming and we're too busy being busy on Amazon and different platforms, then we're not being productive with our days. And I know people out there that will have one thing that will take, you know, three or four hours and they're planning for it all week and they're consuming their life with it, which sometimes, you know, you might have a birthday party. You got to get ready for that. You you know, it takes some prep. I I totally understand that. Um, If you're making a movie, it takes a lot of prep. I get that. But, um, you know, well, I, I can't do this tomorrow because, you know, on Thursday of next week, I got I got a recital. Well, that doesn't that doesn't mean that needs to interfere with now, but it, sometimes people just seem to fish for answers, and sometimes they they come up with an answer, and sometimes you notice like people will have an an excuse or a reason why they can't do something. I'm too busy. I got this, but then they try to come up with like eight extra excuses because they realize that one excuse they gave really isn't that good of an excuse, but they just don't have anything else to come up with, so they just try to. Um, make up something basically and and then it just becomes awkward and you know it's not really worth it they could just be upfront and honest just say hey i'm too busy i i I just can't um but we always feel like there's a reason that we need to give an explanation or an excuse to the person you know whether it's they ask you to work for them or they ask you to uh, play on their team or maybe they ask you to help them with something and, and it just seems like people always have all these abundance excuses. I mean, especially you try to move, move houses and see how many excuses people have on why they can't help you because people want to help you move. Um, but, uh, they might offer, but then when it's time to do it, they're, they're not there. So, um, that's just one of the many, many things that people come up with. So, um, just think about this week. Um, are you being consumed or are you being productive and how busy are you? Are you as busy as you think? And I kind of want to let you know, into my backstory kind of and go back through some of my history um, on some things. And I'm going to start out with when I was in high school. When I was in high school, um, you know, is when I got my first job. I was 16. I was actually just turned 16, I think, four days um, prior to. Um, I got hired at uh, a restaurant. And so I would go to work there. And after 30 days, they came to me and said, do you want to be a manager? And I kind of laughed. I actually thought it was pretty hilarious because why would you want to make a 16 year old manager. Like I just thought it was a joke. I thought they were joking with me, but you know, I showed up every day. I worked as hard as I incredibly could and did everything I could came in early, stayed late, worked on my off days, everything I could. And that's the kind of people they wanted to, to have there all the time. But I had a lot going on. You know, I had school, I had my sports with wrestling and baseball. I obviously had my classwork and, um, I was in a relationship for a very long time at that time. Um, then also trying to work anywhere from 30 to 60 hours a week, depending on the week. So, um, I kept myself busy. I was trying to help better myself for my future. Um, in the meantime, I was, yes, definitely exhausting myself, but it was part of, you know, what I was doing. And, I, and at one point in time, I even picked up a second job for like 10 to 15 hours a week, just helping out um, a friend of mine. So I, uh, tried to make sure that my schedule stayed full and that I was busy and being productive and doing all I could. Um, I wasn't going to parties and hanging out and doing all the stuff that a lot of my friends was. I was more worried about what my future was going to be like and trying to set myself up for the best I possibly could. Um, Going off to college, um, very similar. You know, In in college, I was still doing two jobs. I also had an internship at one point in time. Um, I was trying to, to play slow pitch very competitively. I was playing anywhere from 10 to 14 games a week, just depending on the week. And 
uh, commuting back and forth almost an hour to, to class and whatnot. And there was times I would sit down and look at my planner and figure out like, how am I going to do this? I'm already getting up at 5am. I'm not getting to bed till like 11 and trying to do homework and everything after that. And it just, my schedule was so overloaded, but, uh, same kind of thing. You know, I didn't have the partying atmosphere of college. I didn't have, um, much of a social, uh, really at all in college. Um, I have very few friends from college. I, I have some that I still keep in contact with, but the thing is I didn't really get to know them because I was too busy doing everything else and trying to make money and trying to save money and trying to be ready for the future that I, I, I kind of missed out on some of that. So, um, you know, there, there's that type of, uh, being too busy as well and being too focused on one thing that, you know, you kind of miss everything else that's around you. And, uh, you know, going into my adult life, basically, I got into coaching and I was coaching two to three teams at a time. And I was working uh, full go working at 60 to 80. Um, at one point in time, I was working over 80 hours a week, um, still playing slow pitch and just doing all I could that, you know, was possible. And with coaching for me, it's not just roll out some balls and let the kids have fun and hope that it's the best. You know, I I take coaching very, very serious. Um, I believe coaches are very undervalued and underappreciated. Um, for me personally, I would take each and every player or wrestler uh, that I had and I would break them down and try to see how I could make them better and what areas they were weak in and how could they get stronger. And um, it's not just uh, hitting or fielding or throwing. It was, um, you know, the mental game and how do I help her become mentally stronger? How do you make the team bond together better? And what can I do to help um, excel the team? Because if you improve each player, naturally your team's going to get better. So that's one thing I was really working on was each and everything there. And um, I don't know how many of you have written practice plans or uh, written mental plans. And, you know, I did a lot of spreadsheets and um, self-evaluation type stuff. And I I wrote almost all that stuff myself um, because that's what was important to me was uh, finding out my players and truly knowing them so I can help them to succeed. And that's not a quick job. That's not anything that can be done and just a short amount of time. It, it takes a lot of time, a lot of preparation, and you know, you're still dealing with your basic work stuff and planning stuff for that and emails and and then at the college, you know, I was dealing with the recruiting aspect of things and all that, plus, you know, balancing my full time job as well and uh, waking up trying to figure out, okay, where am I going? What am I doing? What day is it? Um, eventually it, it becomes very overwhelming. And um, unfortunately over time, you get so consumed by everything you're doing that you don't even see life in front of you. Um, I have a lot of regrets now because after I kind of removed myself from that and I brought myself to where I'm only working, you know, 40 hours a week, occasionally maybe 45 or 50, um, I'm not coaching anymore. And I took a big step back and holy cow, you know, there's a lot of my life through those years. Like I remember certain things, yes, but I was so just overwhelmed and consumed by working and trying to get to the next level and trying to eventually be successful that I missed everything that was going on around me. Um, it really has appalled me over these last couple of years of self-reflection. And, you know, one thing that really hurt me the most that I, I've really battled mentally is just, um, 
just being a father. I uh, always try to be there for both of my girls and try to give them everything I could possibly under the sun and uh, try to take care of them. But at the same point in time, I missed a lot of stuff. And, and to some people it might be minor things, but to me, you know, I didn't want to miss anything. And so I was coaching, I was gone, I was recruiting, I was working. Um, there was times where like, well, I can't come to your play because I got to take off for this or that. And so there was things I had to miss out on. And, and I really hate that um, because my life was such a whirlwind at that time that I didn't even realize that I was kind of caught in some fog and I, and I couldn't see. And, you know, now to look back, you know, you remember things like I remember coaching those teams and I remember players on the team, but there's a lot of that stuff I don't remember. Um, I couldn't tell you, I, I don't know because I was so focused on, okay, I got to have a practice plan. I got to have the field ready. I got to have this player and that player. And I got these meetings and I got these conference calls and everything that I, there was no way for me to see my life. So I was too busy to life. And, you know, part of me knows the answer to why I was like this. And, and maybe this can help someone out and, you know, take a step back from your life and look and see. And, and if this is your case, then, you know, maybe it's time for you to uh, just take a step back yourself and kind of just look at things. But um, me personally, I did this and packed my schedule like this because of my anxiety and depression. And, you know, I don't always see it and I don't always know it. Sometimes I can feel it. It just depends. But it, it, sometimes it takes that getting to be overwhelmed before I really truly feel it. And uh, sometimes that can be too late and you don't want to get to that point. But my goal was to keep my mind absolutely as busy as possible for as long as I could keep it busy until literally I fell asleep because I noticed a few things with anxiety. There's a couple parts to it, you know, um, those nights when you don't have anything going on and there's nothing to do and it's eight o'clock and you're, you're physically tired, you're mentally tired, but then you try to go to bed and you lay there and you stare at the ceiling. That is the worst feeling alive, worst feeling alive. Um, anybody that's dealt with any kind of insomnia, you're going to relate. You're going to say, holy cow, I know. Yes, it, I it get it. But then here's the other side of things too. The anxiety for me was being bored and sitting around. So I wanted to pack my days as busy as I could possibly make it so that way I didn't have to worry about being bored. So I wanted to stay busy, busy, busy to the point to where I would work myself almost to complete exhaustion that way I could sleep at night so I would get done at midnight one two o'clock sometimes and get up for work anywhere from three to five depending on the day so you know there was weeks where I would maybe get 15 hours of sleep for the whole week but I became kind of like a functioning alcoholic I guess you could call it I became like a functioning non-sleep alcoholic an insomniac I guess you'd say so um that's kind of what happened for me is I, I was only getting two three hours a night but that's pretty much all I needed to keep my body going because once I wake up I got to be up anyways if I wake up in the middle of the night I'm pretty much awake like it's really hard to get me to go back to sleep I lay there and it drives me insane and so I'm up and I'm ready to go so for me um I was packing my life full of that I'd wake up really exhausted and really tired but I get through my day 
and then at night I would just pass out and do it all again the next day. But then you start to notice that that really wears you down. And that is when you get that like hamster wheel effect. And you're just doing the same thing over and over, going through the motion, going through the motion, going through the motion. You're just functioning. You're just surviving or, as I call it sometimes, existing. Like I'm just existing in the world because I'm just barely able to get myself through the world. And, you know, for me personally, I would take all these people's problems and issues that I was um, working with and I was taking them and putting them on top of me as well and taking their anxieties, my players, my, um, you know, family, whatever. I was trying to take their anxieties and put them on my shoulders as well. And I was trying to cope with all that and I could barely cope with my own. Um, And so that was one thing that really um, made it hard on me. And then at one point in time in my life, I also was laid off from a job, and that was uh, incredibly hard. Now I was pretty fortunate that the first couple weeks, uh, Jaylee had just been born, and so the first you know couple weeks was kind of like a vacation, and then after that, Jaylee came along, so that was nice. But then, you know, months later, um, I was still laid off. I was looking for a job like crazy. I couldn't find anything. The job market was terrible that year, and so I was just trying so hard to find something, and I couldn't, and so. I didn't have anything to pack my schedule with. And, you know, for some people, there's things out there that people say, oh, go golfing. Well, that's not going to help me because I'm not a very good golfer. And that just frustrates me more than anything. (laughs) So I can't do that. Um, And, you know, obviously a lot of things cost money. You can't just go blow all your money because you're not you're not getting your your salary. You're only getting half your salary. So that can be a challenge. So um, it was challenging for me. But, you know, you have to find things to fill your time with Uh, working out. was always a good one for me and doing that and um, another thing that stood out for me that really helped was uh, Texas Hold'em Poker. I was uh, kind of in a couple card clubs where you go and you pay like a $20 entry fee and you play Texas Hold'em and um, you get to see a lot of people, you get to talk to a lot of people, um, meet a lot of great people and you know that turned into friendships and going to people's houses to play Euchre and poker and different games and just hanging out and fellowship and all of that kind of stuff. So that was, uh, that was good for that time to fill that that gap so maybe if you're someone out there struggling and you know you're trying to figure out things uh one thing with uh texas hold'em why i liked it so much it wasn't just the fact it was playing cards but there's a lot of strategy to it and there's counting odds and counting outs and um you're starting hand positioning and uh you have to pay attention to the people that you're playing against and um there's a whole lot of strategy and there's books out there about it but i noticed that was one thing that in my life that really helped me start to be able to process that when I keep my brain busy, the anxiety stays away. And so that's what I really try to do. And uh, I recommend, you know, um, if you're struggling with uh, being, maybe you're laid off from your job or something and you, and you don't have uh, much of a gap filler, I, I recommend just uh, maybe picking up a book, learning a little bit about it and trying to uh, go play someplace. There's lots of card clubs out there and whatnot that you can play in and you can uh, kind of learn and just enjoy being around people and, and talking and everything so um with all this and with being too busy and having you know probably a lot of weight on your shoulders and pressure and i and i know everybody's situation is different you know people with kids you're running your kids all over the place there's you got to take them to practice and games and uh choir or band concerts and everything there's all kinds of different walks of life out there where your your kids take up your life and you know some of you may not have kids and you know, but you, you work 80, 90 hours a week and everything, and you just let it build on you and build on you and build on you, and eventually it's just going to break you. 
and I've been there. I've been to that breaking point. Um, I've been to a point where I, I literally broke down. And uh, for me personally, it took putting myself basically kind of sort of in a way and like solitary confinement and just uh, talking everything through to myself, um, listening to myself and trying to make sure that I was making the best decision for me in life. And just uh, you, you kind of got to reflect on yourself. And with that, my recommendation is to take more time for yourself. Give yourself more time. One thing personally that works for me, and I, and I would highly recommend this, I've been trying to do about one a month if the calendar allows it, um, to take like a small trip to get away. Um, there's been times where I'm like, oh, I'm going to take this weekend. I'm not going to do anything, but I, I can't just sit around and hang out. I can't just not do anything. So for me personally, taking these small trips to like Geneva on the lake or put in Bay, uh, a couple weekends ago, I went to Luna pier. I went out to Maryland for a weekend, um, which is only like four and a half hours away. Um, I went down, we've been to Kentucky before and Tennessee and Indiana and all these different places. And I like to find these little weekend trips. And the reason why I recommend that is because you want to remove yourself from your current environment. If you stay in the current environment that you're in and you try to not do things or try to relax or whatever, you're not going to be able to do that. Um, It's very, very hard. If you can take a, a trip and get away and, um, it really helps a lot. You know, one thing I recommend is to sleep in. I, I personally have gotten up between two and five o'clock in the morning pretty much my whole life. So sleeping in for me is very hard. But, you know, when I go on these trips, I try to go to sleep like an hour or two early, try to sleep in maybe an hour or two so it does balance out. And you get, you know, maybe you go up on a Friday, stay Friday night and Saturday night, and you get that opportunity to just kind of relax. And now things come with this. The first and foremost thing is you got to put your phone down. That's really hard to do. I know. Trust me. Um, anytime I took trips and stuff when I was coaching, I was still working on these practice plans. I was still working on these evaluation sheets. I was still working on recruiting and everything. Well, I do regret that now because I missed out on things. I missed out on swimming with my kids and you know having fun with them. And I was still consumed. I wasn't producing. I was consuming, and or I was being consumed. And so for me personally, you know, that's one thing that I've really tried to work on is, you know, you got to put your phone down to relax. You got to sleep in, like I said, and your work will still be there. It can wait. Obviously, you got family members and stuff you need to keep up with. But at the same point in time, you don't need to have a two hour conversation with a with a family member if it's not necessary. You got to put your phone down. You got to relax. You got to unwind. You're away from your environment, and you have to literally unplug and just tell myself, like, I'm not messing with that. I need to reset. And for me personally, doing all that hard work for all that time, trying to get to be successful, really didn't pay off because I was so consumed that I wasn't able to enjoy my time. And now looking back, I don't remember a lot of that. And I don't remember all those evals and those emails and all that work I did. And I might remember taking a trip, but I, I even forget that because I don't think I was fully invested in what I was doing and what my kids were doing and everything. I was thinking about what was next. What's the next you know, thing? Who's the next recruit? What do I have to call? What do I have to schedule? What do I have to go do? So that really took over my life. And 
even as a younger kid, you know, being a manager at a, at a restaurant and being in charge of tens of thousands of dollars and people that are 40 and 50 years old that's been with the company 10, 20 years and they make you a manager. And I had to focus real hard and I had to make sure that, you know, I was doing all the right things and that all my people were doing the right things. And so to be a leader from that young was a lot of responsibility on me. So from the beginning, I felt like I had to take over and had to do big things. And um, I missed out on a lot of things as a kid. And, you know, going into college, I had that same mindset. And so it was about just move forwards, move forwards, get it done. And for me personally, I, I've just missed out on a lot of that. And, you know, I don't remember a lot of that because I was too busy to life. And so moving forwards with all this, um, with the being too busy and the anxiety and everything, one of my biggest indicators that I want to point out to you guys is to listen to your body. Um, your mind sometimes are going to tell you like, oh, you're good. Just keep going. You're good. Keep going. Because if you have that mindset, you have that mindset. And if you're listening to this and you have that mindset, you're already going to know. If you can admit that like, yeah, I have that mindset, it's a champion mindset. You want to succeed. You want to be the best you can be. You want to keep going even when you're hurting. Um, part of that might be the wrestler mentality in me. I don't know. Like break my arm, I'll keep wrestling. Like it's fine. You know, whatever you want to do, like I'm going to finish. That's just how it is. And so that's a mindset that you get and you want to keep going. But you really, really, really needless to your body. I ignored my body. I ignored how my body felt. Um, I was always known to be in pretty good shape, and um, at that point in time in my life, I, my life was really, really going just really nowhere because I was too consumed with what I was doing, and I hadn't worked out for years. Um, I quit playing slow pitch, um, gained a boatload of weight, which I didn't even know I could gain because I'd been so skinny my whole life. I didn't even know I could gain weight, but I had gained a lot of weight, and so for me personally, um, it's one of those things where you got to feel it. And you can't ignore it. You cannot ignore it. Um, you know, recently, uh, I kind of fell back into this a little bit and uh, got to where I gained. I had lost 64 pounds and I had gained 42 pounds back. So I was asked to play slow pitch softball. So I went and played with this team and I have never felt worse. Um, I've been so consumed with working and um, I had flipped the house and I was working more and just doing things and I was too busy once again and I was too consumed and I was grinding my tail off trying to get everything to where it needed to be and I hadn't been to the gym much and I went from running 5Ks to eating 5,000 calories, you know, that's just, that's just how it was. I didn't have time to run. I was too busy. My physical health like wasn't there and so I gained 42 of my 64 pounds back and I went and tried to play softball and I could barely run onto the field, let alone like go to the outfield and chase fly balls or, you know, I'm trying to hit and I just, the twisting motion makes me feel like I'm just, I don't know, just way out of shape. So I told myself, I was like, oh no, we're not doing this anymore. So what I had to do was reevaluate. I had to look at my schedule and, and ask myself, and this is the main subject of this podcast is ask yourself, are you really as busy as you think you are? Because me personally, I felt too busy. I felt like I didn't have time to work out. When am I going to work out? I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I don't get home and get done till 10, 11 o'clock at night. Well, I had to make time in the middle of my day. So I started a diet plan, um, put my mind to it, set 21 days straight, worked out every single day, was able to cut 21 pounds of that back off. Um, it took a couple days off because that's just what the diet plan that I was following said to do. And then 
Um, I gained a few pounds back, obviously, from um, eating and stuff those couple days to put the calories back in. And then within five days after that, I lost nine more pounds. Um, so I cut that weight out pretty quick and started feeling a lot better, started feeling human again, and like I could function. And um, so now I've just been maintaining with that and uh, just following, you know, basically the guidelines of the diet that I want to that I want to continue to deal with. And so one thing with that though too and with dieting and exercise you know that's gonna that's gonna help your mindset tremendously um you need that you need that time to kind of give yourself some peace and um rest but at the same point in time um, me personally i was trying to go every day i was trying to get to a goal i had a goal weight i wanted to get to and i was pushing myself really hard well towards the end i really started feeling it really bad i, I was feeling depleted and my energy was struggling. I wasn't eating very much because I was trying to get to this this goal weight. And so once again, it all goes back to listen to your body. What does your body tell you to do? And uh, if your body's telling you you're tired, that you're weak, um, you got to make adjustments and you can't run yourself in the ground. And one thing that I think this is hard for people is, um, especially if you're dealing with that anxiety that we were talking about, is anxiety will numb your body. And when you're numb and you're in that where you feel like you're just existing and you're just coping and you're just dealing with the days that are ahead of you, you're not feeling what is actually happening to you. Your your mind's overwhelmed, your body's overwhelmed, and you're just going through the motions. But really, more than anything, you just have to absolutely listen to your body and adjust to whatever it's telling you and just trust that it's giving you the right feedback. And so with moving forwards with today's podcast, as I wrap up here, um, just a few things. I just want um, everyone to think about this week, um, just to piggyback off, you know, last week's podcast and uh, where we talked about not having the opportunity and the time to see people and everything with the, with the too busy. Um, and I know I'm, I'm guilty as charged because I have people ask me, um, I've even had people over the last couple weeks like, hey, we need to get together. We need to spend time together. And I'm going to try to make time for all those people. Now, it's challenging when you have 15, 20 different people and you feel like you only have a day or two to really get that opportunity. But you have to look at your schedule. you got to try to make time, um, open it up, um, cut out the crazy excuses that, you know, whatever those might be. But just ask yourself if you have time, can you make time, um, you know, we, we've got to take our time that we have in life and we, we've got to use it for our own personal good, our own personal well-being. Um, mental health is a real thing and, and being too busy can be a hindrance on your mental health. And so you've got to really take time for yourself. Um, just last week, actually, um, on Friday, I was able to go out and just watch a softball game at my alma mater school. And um, actually, they were playing a school that I used to coach wrestling at as well. So I've coach to both schools so kind of a cool thing just to be able to go watch them play and um, see some familiar faces and talk to some people that um, you know mean a lot to me so that's always a good thing and just kind of clear your mind out and you don't have any worries no fears Um, I wasn't out there coaching or anything so it was nice to just be able to sit back and watch and that doesn't happen a whole lot anymore so um, just kind of good to relax your mind and like I said you know take a trip maybe to a cabin or up uh, near the lake or whatever it may be and Um, Make it a regular thing um, just for a weekend and um, 
you know, there's cheap ideas out there for people that's saying, well, I don't have money to go. Well, it's not really that expensive. I mean, you can go out for $100 or so for a weekend, and um, you can order um, food, or you can go to, you know, a Kroger or somewhere and get food and whatever. There's alternatives. You're going to have to buy food no matter where you're at, so that's kind of irrelevant. And obviously, yeah, gas is a little pricey right now, but um, just try to make at least uh, a trip every once in a while to unplug and reset and get away and kind of not deal with the hustle and bustle of the world that everyone deals with every day and um, try not to overload your plate to where you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders because um, that can uh, can come with consequences later on in life. So just this week, consider am I being productive or am I busy? And am I being a consumer or am I going to be a producer? Am I going to produce something this week um, or am I going to consume and just – you know, let my life uh, kind of run its course and just be here and exist in it. So once again, I appreciate everyone listening today for podcast episode number two. I'm looking forward to your feedback and uh, anything that you guys have to say or any ideas um, for the next one that we might do. And uh, I got a PSA probably coming up again on Sunday, so you can look out for that. And I just hopefully you guys enjoy the content and hopefully that you guys can relate and uh, share your thoughts and ideas. Thanks a lot. Have a great weekend. Have a good Friday and we'll see you guys again next week.